this will be a public testimony that you've been clean. So, so what he does is quite simply, he, he, he heals him, shows him compassion. So it's like, Charlotte, I love you. Be healed. And then I'm going to put, and then, and then yeah, receive the healing. And then, and then it's just, and I'm going to put you into, I'm going to restore you to community because I know that, that, that the healing you require after maybe all your life being ostracized is, is even deeper than the skin disease that you need healing. You need a whole healing. And so Jesus is like, the mark of my kingdom is whole healing. So when we so so yes, think physical healing absolutely, but but there's healing. There's a whole bunch of dimensions of that healing. There's a psycho emotional healing. Um, there's a there's a relational healing. There's a restoration to community. There's a there's a there's 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 a breaking off of, of demonic oppression. Like there's healing on every level when Jesus heals. So you can you look at your life and you go, yeah, man, it's true. I got some stuff broken in my in my body. But my goodness, you don't want to even go in terms of where my head and my heart are. And you don't have any idea what my history is. And, and, and maybe Jesus might be able to heal my little hurty finger, but he ain't going to get in there. And it's like, no, Jesus Christ, the declaration of the kingdom of God is it's all in and he can do it all. That's the kingdom coming, the kingdom coming on every level. And that's the good news. There's a reason Christians talk about this being good news. Well, why is it good news? <laughs> It's, it's whole healing. And then immediately you're going to say to me, people have prayed for me and I'm not healed. Yes, that is the now and not yet. That is the tension we live in, isn't it? And so we, so we talk about in the vineyard, we talk about living in the now and not yet. The now and not yet. And this incredible tension that we... Because what healing is, what, what healing is, is a foretaste of the resurrection into your into your being it's a power surge of the foretaste of your resurrection is what this guy alexander Bender talks about so it's a foretaste of the resurrection so it's this it's this it's this the power that raised jesus from the dead entering into your being and uh, and the, and the and the real the 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 outflow of that healing healing comes out of the outflow of being born again like that's what jesus offers he says he says he doesn't say uh kind of Work with what you've got, but kind of get sort of fixed up. He's like, I know you're dead. <laughs> you're going to have to be born again. And so in Ephesians 2, it talks about you were dead in your sins, but now I make you alive in Christ. So all of us, when we come to Jesus, are actually resurrected. It's not just, okay, let's patch this thing up. It's resurrected. It's not like I'm, I'm going to heal the scar tissue it's actually, no, I'm going to remove leprosy from you completely. I'm going to take the sin that's been in your bones and I'm going to bear it away. And that's, that's the sort of power that Jesus is talking about, right? Okay, so take a breath. Um, uh, compassion and authority. So, so, so the good news of the kingdom is one of compassion and authority. It's authority to heal. So I wanted to, I wanted to introduce you to four numbers today. So that I got Lily to scope these out, so don't. Anyway, first number is one. It's not a Fibonacci sequence, so but the first number is one. Um, the next number is twelve. Twelve. Thank you so much. <laughs> next number is twelve. <laughs> who, who could pick the sequence? Anyone? <laughs> oh, someone said seventy-two. The next number is seventy-two. And what's after that? Young Drew. And then the final number is. It's not an eight. It doesn't look like an eight. 
to infinity and beyond. It's, it's the Buzz Lightyear um, number. So four numbers. The, the, the progression is one. 12, 72, infinity. Okay, now where do I get that progression from? Well, as I said, we're going to do some bibli. So let's go to the Bible quickly. Luke 4, 18 is the first one to look at, which is where Jesus says, he basically says, this is, this is what I'm about. I'm about, um, this is what I'm about. I'm about preaching good news to the poor. And um, here we go. That's what he says in Luke 4, 18. And if you're keep playing along at home, you can look at that. And, uh, and then you go to Luke 9, 1 through, t- 1 through 2. So, that, so Luke 4 is our number 1 verse. Luke 9, 1 through 2 is our number 12 verse. Luke 9, 1 through 2. That's John 9, 1, 2 through. That's not going to help you, Andrew. Um, Luke 9, 1 through 2 is one day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So you think, oh, I thought it was the Jesus show. Is it the Jesus show? It's It's just the Jesus show, right? There's only one of them, right? It's just Jesus, Superman, Jesus. And then Jesus is like, no, 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 no. There's 12. And you get, you get to do all the things that I've just been doing. That's what he says. Go do exactly what I've been doing. Okay. So you go, that's, that's cool. You're sitting in Hornsby. like, I can't say, that's cool. Is, that's one. That's 12. And then there's, the next number is really disturbing. The next number is, what number is it? All right. So you go to Luke 10, 8 through 9. Just skip across the page. Verse 1. Verse 1. So yeah, verse 1. The Lord now chose 72 other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs to all the towns and places he planned to visit. And then 8 and 9. If you enter a town and it welcomes you, eat and whatever is set before you, heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. Same thing. So it's got 1, 12, 72. You think, oh, I'm still safe in Hornsbyana. That's cool. 72. And then you go disturbingly to Matthew 28. It's a terrible verse. Really want to avoid this one. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, what's he command these disciples to do? Go tell everyone. What else? Yeah. Baptize them. Yeah. What's he told the disciple? What are the what's part of the command? Heal the sick. Drive out demons. Raise the dead. Stuff like that. So that's that's our infinity number. So he basically he's gone. He's got Jesus goes one twelve seventy two infinity. That's the progression, and and so and the progression is a progression of compassion, and authority. So friends, this is where it touches down for us. Like we want to be bleeding hearts. Like we really want to be bleeding hearts. But Jesus doesn't leave us just at bleeding hearts. He says, and I, and I have power because of what I've done and who I am. You have delegated authority to go and, and bring the healing of the kingdom of God, which is the footprint of the empire. Like the footprint of the kingdom of God coming is healing. You have authority to, to take that wherever you go. 
so yes, physical healing is part of that, but don't just think only physical healing, right? So, so think think whole healing. So think relational healing. Think psycho-emotional healing. Think think restoration of even structures that are broken. So think it's it's like shalom. The Bible has the word for shalom for that stuff. Like that's the healing God's describing. It's like that's the healing you've been commanded to bring. Wherever you are, whether you're year 11, <laughs> bring healing <laughs> in Jesus' name. Don't try to do it in your own name. You can't. But you have a delegated authority. And, uh, and so that's what the Bible says. So who's walked in all that? Anyone? Jesus. Jesus has, yeah. But uh, who, who else has? You mean of us Some here? Of us? You can see like the 72 get the message right. And they're just, I mean, you can't say they were an elite group. Like there's 72, like there's a lot of Gumbies, right? And um, and they, they go out and they just, and they come back and they go, smokes, it worked. Like that's what they say. And and Jesus is like, I know you're getting all excited about how the demons go. That's great. But, but, but just be more excited about how your names are written in heaven. That's what Jesus says to them. Like get excited about that. That's great. But know that your names are written in heaven. Understand that your father loves you. That's, that's the focus of your life, not the power. It's the, the father's love is the focus of your life. But understand that that power is there. It's delegated power. Um, so what do you think about all that? I think it's wonderful. I, I, I know as a new believer, some of these things, when I read the Bible, I did actually have healing and see healing, things happen. And then somehow or other over the years, things fell away. And I think now this week the Lord's really pulled me back to say my eyes have been off him and onto me and my needs. So the enemy is very much in there to go for your identity of who you are. So our enemy is about our identity and the Lord's really pulled me back that I'm not an orphan. When we're born again, we're a new creation in him. It's actually not about us. So when we're going out there, it's about resting that we're not that orphan and God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And we're going out in his authority. Mm. And so last week, everybody, I was really awful with what I said with my testimony. But the Lord did pull me up. And it is not about, the enemy's always about your identity, that we can't do this or can't do that. <coughs> and we've just got to stop it. And it's all they were saying that isn't for us now, but it is, because the basic lie is really, we, do we believe or not? Do we actually believe what God's mm. word says? Mm. So we've really got to put, the Lord's been speaking to me about taking that word and absolutely working it. Yeah. Keep saying to yourself, I'm a new creation. Keep mm. saying I can do all things in Christ. Keep saying I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> those things. Speak out God's word and it starts to change your thinking. And keep saying, you know, when you go to bed before, you might look like you've got the cold or an allergy or something. You say, I'm not, you know, I'm healed by Jesus' stripes. I'm healed. I'm taking my healing tonight. Thank you, Lord. Go to bed. Keep speaking what God says, not what I think or what I'm seeing. I've got to, you've got to change up. We, we no longer talk about the problem. We need to see the solution and and speak it out. Take the ground with our mouths of His word. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Charlotte. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, there's a there's a real wrestle in there, isn't there, in terms of that identity um, and what what is true and what isn't. Yeah. Yep. Also, I think he's really been calling us all, and we see this in America at the moment. He's calling us all to a much deeper repentance, and the church has become very wishy-washy about getting part of the world and part of the Lord, and he's calling us. Mm give up on that we can't be playing in two camps anymore mm. okay yeah. and if we think we do it not don't be frightened about it because we have such an amazingly loving lord but he's really calling us to have much more love and respect for him mm. than our situations yeah that's good yeah yeah i was thinking about this compassion and authority thing and i think most of you would know i have a um just a very annoying health issue which is kind of debilitating sometimes and and i've been prayed for many times about it i haven't been healed yet and i was thinking about that and thinking that as frustrating as that is i feel like as time goes on actually my longing for healing and restoration is growing and also my because i've always been very healthy all through my life prior to this my actually my compassion for other people and the the things that people live with and have to manage in terms of health is also growing you yeah. know so even in that frustration of well i haven't i've been prayed for lots of times and i haven't been healed yet i can still see that god is working in me doing something good in me um and you know i'm still hopeful that i will be healed i would love to be prayed for for it um but that, that that is also stuff that God really wants to develop in us. He wants to develop that true compassion. Yeah. And I think he wants us to have that true sense of delegated authority as well, which I find challenging. Um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you, many of you guys would know that, um, so part of John Wimber's story with the, with the church that he was pastoring was, he was, God told him, you know, preach the Bible and not your experience. And so he preached only on healing for six months every Sunday. And lots of people left the church. Fair enough. Because they oh, no. Because they prayed for people for healing and then no one got healed. So that's pretty lame, right? So clearly the book's wrong. And <laughs> um, and it was, uh, he has this, it was, um, yeah, they'd been really going for it for six months. And uh, he had this story, I think, was he'd gotten some call from someone a guy who Can we tell the story? A guy who had to get to work, right? He had to get to work. He was and he was sick and he called John around. His wife was sick. Oh, his wife was sick. Okay. Wife was sick. Sarah's gonna tell the story. It's gonna be great. So the guy <laughs> called John Limbaugh because one of the church members because his wife was sick in bed with a really bad fever and um, they had small children who she needed to look after, but he had to go out to work. So he said, Can you just yeah. come over? It was early in the morning and pray for my wife. And so he came, he prayed for her, for the fever, uh, and then he sort of started to launch into his spiel of why God sometimes doesn't heal. But then suddenly he turned around and the woman was sitting up and getting out of bed because she was actually, like the fever had just gone in an instant and she yeah. felt completely fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. So his, so yeah. his thing is if you're, if you're struggling with this thing, Go pray for a hundred people and come back and let's have the conversation. So, um, I, last last little prop before we pray and stuff is is this um, this is great stuff. Uh, it's WD forty. It saved my whippersnapper this week. Um, <laughs> and so, but um, 
the Holy Spirit is kind of like WD-40. <laughs> Not in a can, so there you go, he's a person. But um, we, we get stuck in life. Uh, we just get stuck. We really get stuck in life. And, um, and yet we can open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit and in whatever dimension our lives, we can come, we can, we can loosen up. Uh, that's what the Holy Spirit is here for this morning, I think. So I just want to invite, we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come and, and just, just if you've got stuff where you just kind of, just open yourself up to the Holy Spirit and invite him to come and unstuck that stuff. And I'm not going to have the whole prophetic guess game with you. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to try to guess what's going on inside you. But if it's forgiveness, if it's, if it's healing, it can be any level. If it's a job, if it's, a, if it's just, I, I can't have that conversation with that person because I'm a pinhead. Like, it, I need to repent. Like, it, whatever it is, like, Holy Spirit's here to unstuck stuff and to get you flowing. So if that's you, please ask for prayer. Uh, if you're like, actually, I'm amped about this stuff. I just don't have a sense of this authority and I need more of that, um, we can pray for you as well. But the fact of the matter is, if you're a follower of Jesus, you've been delegated that authority. So it's not something you need to kind of jump through a hoop to get. It's just a matter of walking it out. And that means going awkward prayer times with people or something. Like, it's 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 just about the doing of it. It's about stepping it up. So, so yeah. So, again... And also, and treat this as the, the nice, safe space to, nice, to safe give space. it a go, you know, yeah. rather than out in public somewhere or with your work colleagues or with your friends, which it can come. feel a That'll bit more come. challenging, but that is actually where we're to bring the kingdom. But this is a wonderful space to practice. Yeah. So, God, we want to thank you for your word. Um, I want to even thank you for the distance between what we've experienced and what your word says. I just want to honestly come to you and say that there's a big... There's a big gap there, God. And um, But we just want to invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and move in that gap.